0: Yo, welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast, boys. It's your host, Rick, and I'm here with my co host, as always, Nick. Another good week in the NFL. I'm riding on a high. My Cowboys absolutely put a beating on the Eagles last night. I'm having Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl oh dreams that night. There we go. We're already st- already <laughs>
1: starting with hot takes. Rick, come on, that's for the end, dude.
0: <laughs> Nick, good, a, a decent week for you. I mean, your Ravens, uh, obviously Justin Tucker. I mean, we'll talk about him later um but how are you I know you had a rough fantasy week uh still still a little bit down the dumps about that or how are you yeah you know what
1: I I'm pretty pissed uh I had some absolutely complete letdowns in uh who who let me down this week let's look at the list of guys that let me down this week 'Cause it's it's a long list there, Rick. It's a yeah, it's a
0: long list. I'm not sure I, we might not have enough time in this hour to uh to air out all your grievances. Yeah, and <laughs> but yeah, let's uh yeah, I pretty much run through the list. I mean, other than Mahomes, I think every single person you had was was disappointed. Yeah,
1: week. absolutely. Um I mean if I look at some of my guys here, uh obviously I had to start uh, I had to sit uh what's his name there? Dalvin Cook had to sit this week. Uh, Daryl Henderson had to sit this week, so I was uh, starting Corderell Patterson. He was a big pickup for me. I'm I'm super impressed with his 16.2 points, um, considering he's playing on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Tyson Williams, 2.2. A.J. Brown gets hurt after rushing for three yards. That hurts. Hawkinson, three points. Hopkins, 5.1. My defense had negative four. Uh, just an all around week, and then leaving guys like Kareem Hunt with twenty seven and a half points, uh, Jamar Chase with twenty two and a half, and Jalen Waddle with seventeen eight. Just absolutely painful.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I texted you about halfway through the Zabuño special by uh, leaving the guys on the bench that are putting up over twenty. Yeah, you do it, you do it. You're good for at least one of those every year. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, this was your one week where you just absolutely, you know, shit the bed. How many points did you end up putting up this week?
1: Uh, I put up a whopping sixty point four points.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, so. You know what? Everyone has those weeks. I had a terrible week first week, and Andrew absolutely sent me to the cleaners. So we've all been there. I mean, we're both sitting at two and one, uh, just because of points. I'm in second place right now, and you're in fifth. Yeah, but um, no, I'm liking. You know, I think obviously your, your team is way too talented to struggle like that. So I think as long as Dalvin Cook plays, I think that's a big. Yeah, obviously a, a big miss mm-hmm. for you, but. Um, but yeah, I think in today's episode, we obviously have to talk about Justin Tucker. We've got to talk about teams like the Raiders. we got to talk about the Chargers. The and Broncos. Of course we're going The Broncos as well. The Broncos, you know, the Broncos as well. We'll talk about the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. And we're also going to do our classic sessions of looking back at how many picks we got uh, right last week, and we'll look ahead to the uh, upcoming week. First things first, I know you want to get to it. I mean, two words, Justin Tucker.
1: Mm-hmm. I just got one word for you in return. Goat. Justin Tucker is the straight up best kicker of all time. He passes, uh, Gustaut Gaskowski, like absolutely no question about it. The best kicker of all yep. time. Um, I think it absolutely hurts and breaks the back of every lions fan. Cause in 2013, he kicked a 61 yarder to win the game. Uh, I think the lions are probably just saying, you know what? Bring us anybody except Justin Tucker and we'll be okay. Uh, I saw a really funny thing that somebody tweeted the video of Justin Tucker hitting 60 yarders in warm-ups. And a Detroit Lions fan said, can't do that in the game. Well, he did. And he won us the game. I mean, it shouldn't have gone to that point. It should not have been that close with the goddamn Detroit Lions. But it got there. I thought it missed. When it hit the upright, I thought it missed. But you know what? Yeah, me too. Uh, the, the football gods were looking out for us that day.
0: And you know what? A wins a win in this league, mm-hmm. right? They're not easy to get, so you'll take them anyway. You can get them, but you're right. I mean, but I, I want to give, you know, kudos to the Lions. They played their absolute hearts out. They were playing and unfortunately, I think a loss like that, that's just a backbreaker. Right? Yeah. That's something that I don't know mentally if that team is going to recover from. Yeah. They I think they played they gave 150%. And they should have won that game. Mm-hmm. But when you're a team like the Lions, you know they've had a bit of rough luck for the past. Well, fuck, they've been a been a rough team for a while. Yeah. But that's just the knocks you get when you're the Lions, right? You just cannot, you know, those things come against you. But yeah, Justin Tucker, undisputedly the greatest kicker of all time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, hey, good, good, for, good for the good for the Ravens. Two and one, solid start to the season. A couple rough games against a couple rough opponents, but hey, they beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, who didn't look that great on Sunday. Um the char- I mean I'm I'm starting to believe in the Chargers. I know Justin Herbert's legit. I can tell you yeah. that. That guy's an absolute stud. Um they weren't really able to run the ball too much, but I mean Mike Williams had himself an absolute game. Keenan Keenan Allen was of course as reliable as Sitting ever. Sitting on my bench. Yeah, yeah, but um and I mean you you've got Mahomes and Hill in our league. A couple disappointing games from them. I mean yeah. Tyreek Hill only goes for five catches for 56 yards. Yeah. Mahomes with three touchdowns, but he threw a couple bad picks. What do you think? The char- is this is this the Chargers year to take over the AFC West, or should we pump the brakes and just let the Chiefs kind of get their stuff together? You know
1: what? I'm I'm you know what? I'm not pumping the brakes on the Chargers, but you know what? For a team like Kansas City, I don't think you can ever count them out. Um, if you look back to their Super Bowl year when they won it, uh, they were down by double digit points at all at every point in their games and they found a way to come back and win it i think that's just the chiefs mentality and their locker room sort of uh attitude and i don't think you can pretty much ever count them out i still have them winning the play getting in the playoffs at least
0: what about the chargers are we looking now at the chargers as a uh, playoff team you know what
1: I, i think they are i think they're actually playing some decent teams um i don't know who do they play in the last couple of weeks they've uh looked through my notes here uh they've played some some half decent teams. They lost to
0: the Cowboys last week. They lost to the Cowboys mm-hmm. and then they played they played Washington who I think we all thought at the beginning of the year was going to be a contender. But that defense has looked tough, and I know you know that better than most yeah. with them uh, currently uh, letting you down as your starting defense at fantasy right now. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And you know what? I was thinking about maybe keeping them because I'm pretty sure they're playing uh, Atlanta this week, if I'm not mistaken. I was thinking about keeping them around, but uh, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to hit the, uh, hit the open market for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I mean, Atlanta obviously gets their first win last week, but yeah, that Washington defense. I mean, Josh Allen had an absolute field day with them on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I think he he was over three hundred fifty yards and four touchdowns. It was twenty I mean, one before the end of the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, and to be fair, I mean Taylor Heineke. Um, I love the guy; has a lot of heart. Not sure if he's a if he's a starter in this league, but yeah, that defense was. Um, they looked pretty bad. And I'm, I'm disappointed in them because, honestly, that was, I think, pretty much everyone across the board had them as a top five unit coming into this into the season. Absolutely. So I know there's going to be a lot of people who are disappointed. Um, I, myself, on draft night was disappointed. I didn't scoop them up. Yeah. Um, but looking back now, I'm pretty thankful because they've had a tough start. And that secondary has just looked bad. Obviously, the line up front, you've got a lot of good talent on there but that secondary has looked dreadful Yeah, and you've got a, you've got a veteran guy like Matt Ryan coming this week. Obviously the Falcons aren't good, but Matt Ryan's a veteran. He knows kind of where to target, who to pick on. So I could see the Falcons maybe, uh, you know, making that a game for sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely. hundred uh, percent. I think it'll be a game uh, looking back at my picks already. Uh, I'm kind of thinking I might lean more towards Atlanta. Uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe it's time for Washington to go and pick up uh, Cam Newton. I mean, He's got that experience with uh with Ron Rivera, so who knows, maybe uh
0: maybe that's his time to to shine. Yeah, exactly. And I think we mentioned that a couple weeks back and I still think that's definitely a good move. If not for him starting, just for the experience he has mentoring a guy like Heineke. Yeah. Obviously you do have a guy like Fitzpatrick in the building, but it never hurts to have more experience there. 100% and it's an insurance insurance policy if anything happens. Yeah. Um just looking back at the results of last week, um, I mean the Panthers obviously they lose CMC, but they still crush the Texans. They're out to three and zero start. I mean obviously it is the Texans they're playing without Tyron Taylor, but I think uh, this week's going to be a really good test for them. They're, they're coming against the Cowboys, um, that for one of the first uh, Sunday Sunday afternoon games. I'm excited about that game. Obviously you, you guys know I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. I think that's going to be a really good test for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both both looked really good so far. And let's see you know, who comes out on top there. Um, other games that I want to talk about, obviously, I mean, Justin Fields gets his first start. Nick, he, he did not look good. I think he was sacked nine times. He looked like a deer in the headlights. And I think, yeah, I think he's thrown in too fast. I mean, I know I think you're a big Justin Fields fan. You want him to get thrown in there. He looked a bit overwhelmed uh, on Sunday. But
1: you know what? I I think that that's not almost a fair test. I mean, that's a a tough game to go in there for. Uh, And a guy who's not getting first team reps and to go in there against the Browns, who basically went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. um, I don't think this is like a fair litmus test for Justin Fields. Um, I think that you still you keep Matt, you keep uh, Andy Dalton on the bench even just to, as a precaution to keep him healthy, and you give Justin Fields those first team reps. Let him build the chemistry with Allen Robinson and David Montgomery and guys like that, and maybe you give him a chance uh, a chance this week. Uh, who are they playing this week, Rick?
0: They're playing the Lions this week, so I think yeah. I think you're right. It's a it's a decent chance. I think I, I've I've heard some rumblings that it's going to be Nick Foles who starts. Oh, this Oh my week. god. Um, yeah, I see, I, I get, you know, obviously there's no reps like in-game experience, but also reps can be really harmful if you're getting reps like he was getting. You know, he, Miles Garrett just absolutely had a field day that uh, that Browns front was just all over him. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think, I mean, a game against the Lions, but hey, they made Lamar's life uh, last week pretty miserable. So if they're able to do that against the Ravens, I mean, I can only imagine if they're playing the same way yeah. uh, what they could do to fields because mm-hmm. that, that bears... Uh, it, it's not looking good. They, uh, they definitely have a lot of holes on that front line yeah. and I think they need to be filled before they can be slotting fields in there. every Yeah, week. I'm calling it
1: right now. I don't think Matt Nagy survives the off season. I think, uh, I think as soon as the season no, is done, I think not. they're going to say, see you later. Uh, there's too many good coaching candidates kicking around. You know, uh, we've talked like Eric Belenemi has been uh, tossed around a bunch and he yeah. hasn't been hired. Lots of interviews. Uh, the guy who's basically orchestrated Patrick Mahomes in that yeah. offense Uh, I think there's too many good coaching candidates to keep Matt Nagy there. Um, So, yeah, I I don't think he survives this season. As it's going right now, I don't see him surviving the offseason.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, that team's way too talented to kind of be in this position. But again, I mean, you know, it's it's not Nagy who's making the personnel choices, right? That's up to the general manager to make sure they've got a front O-line there that's able to protect their quarterbacks. So that eventually, you know, that kind of comes down on him as well. Um, A few other games I wanted to highlight. The Saints took care of the Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones had himself a little bit of a rough day. Uh, Three picks, only the one touchdown. He had 51 pass attempts, completed 30 of them. So they were airing it out pretty much all day. Uh, Jameis Winston, again, a really solid game. Didn't pass too much. Finished with only 128 yards and two touchdowns. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good games. I mean, obviously my dolphins got, uh, I'm going to say they got shafted in that, uh, OT loss against the Raiders. Um, I mean, you know, we don't need to go too much into that. My heart still hurts from that. And then the Broncos took care of business against the Jets. I mean, Nick, poor Zach Wilson, that kid. I have to feel for that kid. His life is just a living hell on game day. Absolutely. You know what? I think that's, uh, I mean, it's always
1: a privilege to be drafted, but I think that's one where you kind of want to pull in Eli Manning and kind of (laughs) say, I don't want to go there, so don't draft me, right? Uh, But whatever, they're there. He's there. Uh, Maybe they'll build around it. Who knows? But uh, I don't know. It's, It's not looking too good for them. I think they're the worst team in football right now. Um, yeah. And yeah, so no, it's, it's not looking too good for them in New York.
0: No, I mean, the same can be said about uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? I mean, the Jaguars have just looked uh, pretty pitiful. Did you see that uh, missed field goal, that 60? I think it was a 68-yarder they tried that the Jaguars ran back for like a 109-yard score. Oh my
1: God, man. I can't believe it. That That is absolutely insane. Like, uh, I get it. I get you want to put up points before half, man, but it's like, man, that's not like, I don't know. That's why coaches take the knee sometimes, right? You know what? Let's not worry about yeah. it. Like, okay, we could probably throw two Hail Marys, but if one of them gets picked and returned, like, we're screwed. So, I don't know. If I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably not kicking that field goal myself. You don't have Justin Tucker. He's not kicking 66 yards.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing, right? When you're kicking field goals, you got a bunch of O linemen out there on the field who are blocking. Yeah. So once that return man starts getting speed and coming back, let's be honest, you know, an O lineman's not gonna not gonna catch him. Yeah. And the Jaguars ended up going in with the lead at the half and then they just kind of imploded in the second half. Kyler Murray did what Kyler Murray does as another pretty solid day. He didn't actually have any passing touchdowns yeah. and had an interception. James Conner actually uh, led the uh, Arizona backfield. Only had 43 yards, but two scores. And I'm going to guess bench. that he was on your bench. Yeah, yeah. of course like, yeah. he was.
1: Every Look, just if you want to know who's sitting on my bench every week, you know what, you guys don't see our fantasy league. If you want to know who's having an awesome week, just look at my bench. Like, straight up, just look at my bench. And, and I guarantee you at least one of those guys is doing better than my starter. Guaranteed every week. Yeah, Uh, hands down. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. You're able to pretty much lock that in. Um, I don't think you know. Let's not get too excited about James Conner. Yeah, but one guy I was happy to see go off. AJ Green turning back the clock with five receptions for 112 yards. Um, I, I, you know, I'm a big AJ Green fan. I usually I used to draft him in fantasy all the time. I'm just happy he's still, you know, kind of doing his thing out there in Arizona. And I think he's got a decent shot, at, you know, at least making the playoffs and making some noise. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely happy for him and guys like JJ Watt out there that are having pretty solid years so far for Arizona. Absolutely.
1: And I mean you look at Kyler Murray, like he's leading, I think he's the basically the betting favorite from Vegas to uh to win the MVP yeah. right now. So I mean that's uh that's pretty good to have that guy throwing you footballs. You know, I could probably put up hundred yards if he's throwing me balls, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. No, and he's just so quick. He's so just like, his agility is pretty much, I think, only matched by Lamar. Those two are just absolutely, you know, they're just kind of different cheat athletes. Yeah, exactly. They're cheat codes. I mean, I was playing with Kyler and Madden the other day, and I was just, you know, <laughs> running around back there. I was like, oh, this is unfair. Yeah. Um, couple, the last two games I want to talk about, well, actually three games. Uh, the first is the Rams-Bucks game. I think we mentioned last week this is a test for both teams. Yeah, I think one team one team passed that test with flying colors. The other, um, you know, I mean Brady had four hundred and thirty two yards. He did his thing, but that Bucs secondary is in trouble. And I think I heard that they were meeting with Richard Sherman today, which might help. Yeah, but Stafford just absolutely picked them apart. He was just like a surgeon out there. Um, and yeah, I mean. They looked good, man. They looked real good. The Rams, I think, are are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, this year. legitimate,
1: legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I mean, you've said it before. I think that uh, Matt Stafford is sort of that missing piece. I just don't think Jared Goff is the quarterback oh, yeah. they needed. Um, but yeah, I know, hundred percent. I think uh, Matt Stafford's that missing piece, and I, you know what? I think they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree, and yeah, uh, I, I mean, I felt bad for the Bucks. I mean, they're obviously dealing with a lot of injuries right now, and so I think any elite quarterback's going to go in there and just absolutely pick them apart. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've got to talk about next week. They're going; uh, it's them against the Pats at Gillette Stadium, revenge game. How do you think? Yeah, how do you think? What do you think the reception is going to be like for Brady there?
1: Uh, you know what? I think that they're going to cheer him. I don't think that they're going to boo him. He won you six Super Bowls. Like, I don't think. If you're a Pats fan and you're going in there and you're booing Tom Brady, I think that you need to check yourself because, I mean, again, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. Um, I don't like I don't see how you can go in there and boo him. You know, it's like Peyton Manning going back to Indianapolis. Right. You're not going to boo that guy. He won you a Super Bowl. He led your team for like 18 years. Like, come on, show the guy some respect, you know, show him some class.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, I mean, from a Pats fans' perspective, it's kind of like seeing, you know, your ex with a new guy, right? Like, it's it's going to hurt a bit. It's going to hurt a bit, but you got to you got to look inside. And you got to just be like, you know what, you know, for I her. fucked this up. I wasn't appreciative of her. I'm glad to see her, you know, out there. But I'm excited for that game. Yeah. I mean, I think the, I think the Bucks are going to just run them over. I think Brady's going to enter, you know, just kind of Brady mode. To him, I think that's going to be a playoff game, right? Because of course he's going to want to go there. He's going to want to stick it to Belichick. He's going to want to win. Yeah, you know, at his old stomping grounds. And we've obviously it's seen a... the, the
1: the pictures of Brady sitting on the sideline, looking pissed off, like he does. And that's usually not
0: a good sign for the team he's playing next. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, if I'm a, if I'm a Pats fan, I'm looking forward to seeing Brady come back. Probably not looking forward to the scoreline there. Um. Speaking of other teams, other quarterbacks who are uh, looking pissed, Aaron Rodgers. He goes to a team, which I think reports surfaced last week that the 49ers were his preferred trade destination. Yeah. And I think he went in there and showed them exactly why they need a guy like Aaron Rodgers leading that last-minute drive to kick the winning field goal as the 49ers. Garoppolo played great, but it just was not enough last week when you got a guy like A-Rod. Yeah, I
1: mean, and like, like so the question is, how much time is too much time, right? Uh You leave him 37 seconds and no timeouts and he still gets them in field goal range and they win the game, right? How much time is too much time, right? And I think that they just, they left him too much
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. There's two guys you don't want to leave, you know, I'd say more than 20 seconds with timeouts too. It's it's Rodgers and Brady, right? Both of them approved over the years they're going to pick the ball. They're going to pick you apart down the field and they're going to kick that field goal. But what a game. I mean, from a neutral's perspective, I was watching it and I had a great time. It was just amazing football back and forth action mm-hmm. and two quarterbacks that were really, you know, on their game. Garoppolo, of course, you know, he's got Trey Lance sitting behind him. So he's probably feeling the heat a bit. He showed up, he did what he did all he could. But unfortunately, uh, Rodgers is just a little bit better. Yeah,
1: and you know what? The Packers actually made me a bunch of money this weekend. I put 150 bucks down on them to win because they were not the favorite. The 49ers were the yep. favorite to win that game. Yep. And I came out of there with uh, like 200 bucks extra. So, you know what? They saved my uh, my Bodog account a little bit.
0: There we go. There we go. And then the last game, I mean, last night, the Cowboys absolutely took care of business against the Eagles. Was not even close. No. I mean, I don't know how much of the game you caught, but... Uh, I try not to get too excited because the Cowboys inevitably let me down pretty much every year, (laughs) but they looked good, man. They like Dak is looking like Dak pre-injury. That offense is scary and the defense is showing out. And I mean, that was our biggest problem last year. We couldn't stop, you know, we couldn't stop anything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and then that division's wide open for the taking, right? It's pretty much a locked playoff spot if you're at least a competent team. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this might, this might be the year. Oh,
1: Famous last words, eh? Famous last words. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think uh, I saw a quote from Jalen Hurts, which I'm just trying to find right now. Yeah, th- this is the quote from Jalen Hurts after the game. The quote is You take you a deuce, you don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We're going to flush it this one and move oh, on. Oh, God. And I think that just goes to show you how bad they played. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, an- another, you know, I like the football this year is just phenomenal. It's been good. I think it, I, I think, you know what I think that is. I think it's the fans being back in the building. Absolutely. I think, I think that just adds a completely different element, which we lacked last year. And I don't think the football was bad. But I just don't remember it being, you know, like just this intense, this this emotional and just the, the games being this good. Absolutely.
1: And you know what, even though you're watching it on TV, I think you just you pick up on that energy, you know, you hear the crowd, like the actual crowd noise yeah. is not piped in crowd noise. Like, I think you hear it and it just gets you excited. You know, you and I are talking about going down to a game in Baltimore this winter. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think, you know what, it just gets you excited.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, yeah, that's just something I missed so much last year. It's just not the same. Yeah. And I think all, I'm just excited, you know, and for all sports in general, that's coming up like hockey and ball like hockey's coming yeah. back. Like it's just, it's that added element that you really don't realize how much it's needed until you don't have mm-hmm. it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, looking ahead, obviously this it was this week, it looks like another solid week. We, of course, I mean, we've got uh, the classic toilet bowl on Thursday between the Jags and Bengals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just—I mean, how are you feeling so far? Like the Ravens, of course, have looked pretty decent. How do you feel so far about them, um, and, and their chances this year?
1: You know what? I think uh, I think that win against the Chiefs was awesome, but I think just barely squeaking out that win against Detroit is a little painful for me. Um, even though they won, it's still still a little bit of a close one, which I wasn't super uh, super happy about. Uh, but you know what? I think their schedule kind of lightens up a little bit. Uh, I mean, you've got the Broncos next, who are three and O, but they're not really three and because they have played the three worst teams in football. Uh, then you move on to the 0 three Colts as well, uh, and then it gets a little tougher. Then you get the Chargers, right? So that'll be that'll be a tough one, and then you get into a divisional game against the Bengals. So I definitely like the next two easy, and then the third one, the Chargers. I don't know that'll be that'll be a close one.
0: Yeah, and that actually brings me to something I want to talk about today, which is let's let's run through the three and O teams and let's kind of see because you know 2 and 0 is one thing 3 and is something if you move into 4 and 0 you're starting you know to really cement yourself as you know definitely a playoff contender for sure. Yeah. So in in the AFC we've got the Raiders who I I mean the Raiders look good. They obviously they beat both of our teams. They've looked really solid and then you got the Broncos as well. Um I mean I am I'm, I'm starting to get on that Raiders you know that Raiders train I think like John Gruden said there's a different field to this team. There's just you know if we didn't have the closest that we had last year there's a belief that we can actually do it which, of course, every coach is going to say that. But, I mean, they weren't closing out games like last. That's the difference, right? This year, they're closing out games that they wouldn't have closed out last yeah. year. And that's the difference between a good and bad team is you were able to close out those closeouts.
1: Absolutely, out. right? It's like, uh, who was it last year? Was it the Cowboys who lost so many games by, like, one score, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's it's not how you start. It's how you finish, right? So, uh, yeah, I think, you know what? The Raiders are closing out games. I mean, you go in there, you beat the Ravens, and you know what? You're, you're beating some decent teams. They're not like the Broncos beating up on uh, on the Jets, on Houston, yeah. on Jacksonville. Like you're you're not beating up bad teams. Like you're going in there against some tough opponents, you know?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And then in the NFC, we've got the Rams and the Cardinals, which I think everyone can agree, you know, are definitely legit teams. Yeah. And then the Panthers, who I I mean, I definitely didn't have the Panthers going through. You know, if I'm looking at their schedule, I mean, I probably thought the Panthers were, you know. Two and a one, maybe possibly one and two. Yeah. I did not think this team was going, to, uh, was going to be able to compete. Now, they did lose their first round draft pick in this past year, cornerback JC Horn, which is a big loss for them. Uh, they did pick up, uh, I believe it's Sidney Henderson from the Jaguars in exchange for Dan Arnold in the third round yeah. pick. So, trying to get some, um, some depth back there. And of course, the big loss that we got to talk about for them, CMC. I oh. mean, I know Andrew probably was uh, sitting over, uh, sitting at his house crying after that. (laughs) Um, That's a huge loss for them. Um, They obviously have, you know, a good old Canadian boy, Chuba Hubbard, is their second in command kind of back there running back. He's a very skilled guy out of uh, Oklahoma State, I believe, Um, was great in college. He did all right after CMC left, but I mean, you're never going to replace a guy like CMC. That's just he's just a different
1: breed. Absolutely, and like you looked to last season, right? They have a guy like uh, like Mike Davis who came in there, and he did an adequate job. You know, Mike Davis wasn't terrible last year when Christian McCaffrey basically missed most of the season. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like you don't like what team has a guy behind him like CMC, right? So. I think that's, uh, that definitely hurts. And I think that hurts if he's out long term. I think he's probably, I think it's like three to four right now is the expectation with that yeah. hamstring. Uh, but yeah. who knows? I mean, last year it was, oh, he's he's week to week. He's week to week. He's week to week. And then he never came back, right? Yeah. So who knows? I yeah. mean, maybe Christian McCaffrey isn't yeah. exactly the first overall pick again next year, right? It's
0: depending on how these injuries kind of play out for him. Exactly. I mean, the biggest thing in fantasy is reliability and durability. And in the last couple of years, you know, it's definitely been a little bit tough for him. But, I mean, I'm just looking ahead at the Panthers' schedule right now. They got the Cowboys next week, which is tough. But then listen to the next, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Let's listen to the next five games they have. They've got the Eagles, the Vikings, the Giants, the Falcons, and the Patriots. I mean, I can see them, like, I can see them coming four and one out of there. I don't think they're going to beat the Cowboys. But then all of a sudden, you're seven and two in the first nine games of the season. At that point, I mean, you pretty much just have to win three or four games the rest of the way, and you got yourself a playoff spot. So I think they've set themselves up pretty nicely to be a surprise playoff team. Yeah, I mean, especially with the
1: extended schedule this year, uh, I think ten, like ten, about ten wins is probably going to get most teams into the playoffs. Um, especially, uh, especially if you're looking at some of the conferences and stuff like that. Yeah, I think ten wins is ten wins is respectable. Ten wins is like the old school nine and six or nine and seven um so you know what I think 10 wins 10 wins pretty much gets you into the playoffs in most situations I think so yeah you know what if they can come out of there that, that that's decent you know that that's a pretty good uh pretty good start to your season if you're out of there with nine wins
0: yeah and it gives them a great shot right which is all you can really ask for um but yeah I mean I think like I said I think that's going to be a really uh, really good story to watch I mean obviously it would be nice to see the men it's nice to see you know a couple different teams get in every year and see if they can do some damage um, But, yeah, I do you want to look ahead to next week and see uh, what we've got coming up on the uh, schedule?
1: Absolutely. So uh, looking ahead here, we're uh, pulling out my sports betting here. So uh, we might as yeah. well just get into this then. Um, yeah. we've got, uh, we, so we've got Jacksonville and Cincinnati. No surprise, Cincinnati's the favorite by 7.5. Uh, you got an over-under of 46. Uh, I'm probably taking Cincinnati in that game. I don't think that the Jaguars are there. I think they'll probably maybe squeak out two wins this season, if that. Um, yeah i've got Cincinnati there and the over under of forty six uh you know what Cincinnati looked really good this week, but I think i'd have to lean towards the under on that one uh I just don't think jacksonville's gonna put enough up, put up enough points to 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 get you into that
0: ballpark. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I think we both did pretty well last week. I think did we both come through with? Was it twelve correct choices yeah, or twelve?
1: 10? The, uh, you got the the Pats wrong, the Steelers wrong, the Lions wrong, and the Bucks, which we all picked wrong. Uh, but you were right on the Chargers, who uh, who I had uh, losing that game. Uh, I also got wrong Seattle. Uh, I thought they were going to beat Minnesota there handedly, but uh, I guess I was wrong. I've been wrong before, and I'll probably be wrong again, as my uh, sports <laughs> hey. betting uh, account will show you.
0: <laughs> it happens to the best of us but yeah i mean i've yeah i mean the jaguars just have not looked good cincinnati has looked surprisingly good Jamar, your boy Jamar chase i mean four touchdowns to three games can't complain about that sitting on my bench yeah of course i noticed you had him in the starting lineup for yeah the team, I did, but like the right move. you know what
1: i'm just gonna flip my yeah. whole roster all my bench players are going yeah. to the starting spot guaranteed
0: yeah. Well, you already know what's going to happen this week. Jamar Chase is going to be like a game time decision and won't play, and you'll still be starting. So he'll be starting for yeah, you. of so, course. Uh, of course he will. Anyone starting Jamar Chase, probably move him to the bench because Nick's got yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, Jaguars in that. I'd have to agree with you that over under. I think that it's a little bit of a trap over under. Uh, I think the Jaguars are going to struggle to score points. I mean, looking at their last three games, what do we got here? They had 13, 21, and 19. So, I mean, they're averaging, what, that's somewhere in the range of about 15 points yeah. a game. So that means the Bengals got to put up about 31. I guess they've been putting up maybe 24, 28. 31, I think, is maybe a bit of a stretch, yeah. so I'd go with the under there as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then we'll uh, we'll move on to your, uh, your boys here playing. Uh, we got the Cowboys and the Panthers. First game on Sunday, noon, or 1 o'clock Eastern kickoff. I'm on Central time here. Uh, Cowboys are the favorite by five-point five favorites. And you got an over under fifty and a half. What are you thinking for that one?
0: Uh yeah. I mean, I'm definitely taking the Cowboys there, just because obviously, like we mentioned, we got no CMC. Their secondary is hurting a little bit. I'm thinking that's going to be a, that's going to be a little bit of a burn burner. Um, I'm liking the way that both those offenses look so far, and I think as as, as we mentioned before, Nick and I both love to take the over, yeah. and I, I'm rolling with the over yeah. that one. And sure. of
1: course, last night's game, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't think there this will be too much of a shootout. I'll take the under and we weren't even close. So yeah. Um, the one time <laughs> I take the under eight See, this is why you never, ever, ever take never the end. Under. Under. Exactly. I think that's the motto of this podcast is never take the under. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we've got, uh, I got the Cowboys for sure. I don't, I don't think the Panthers will do much without TMC. Uh, Sam Darnold's looked really good though, which I'm really impressed by and I'm glad to see him kind of doing well. Um, I think it's a Jets problem, not a Sam Darnold problem. Um, I've also got the over in that one as well. I think uh, I think that one will. Uh, I think they'll light it up. I think I think the Cowboys put up what forty two last night. Uh, that's pretty much your over right there. And then another yeah. nine points from Carolina. I think is manageable. Three field goals, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, next game here, we've got the uh, the Browns and the Vikings. This one's actually a little bit closer on the spread here. We've got uh, Cleveland as two point favorites, and you got an over under of fifty one and a half.
0: Oh. I've got to say the Vikings have played a lot better than their record indicates. Yeah. I think they shouldn't be that one and two team. They've looked good. Kirk Cousins has looked good. That one for me hinges all on whether Dalvin Cook plays or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Madison did a great job filling in last week. Very, I think he's a very underrated running back. Definitely a guy who in you know deeper leagues you're going to want to stick on your bench in case Dalvin misses any more time. Um, that being said, I do think the, the Browns win that one. And I will take the over just because yeah, I mean I think uh I you know the over was at 51 and 50, a half? Uh yeah, fifty one and a half. Yeah, I mean that's like a 2720, you know, twenty seven twenty four, twenty seven twenty five game, right? Yeah. So I think that's definitely doable. But yeah, I'm gonna have to roll with the Browns. Uh the Vikings just uh they they haven't seen being able to get bounces going their way this Yeah, 100
1: percent on your side there. I got the Browns, I've got the over. Pretty uh pretty straightforward. Uh, next game here you' got a divisional matchup here you got Detroit and Chicago um so Chicago's three point favorites which I'm pretty surprised because I think Andy Dalton's kind of expected to miss again uh, and I don't think Nick Foles kind of puts you in that favorite perspective uh, yeah. but you got an over under forty two and a half which is uh it's pretty doable uh considering how those offenses have done recently so except for this week for for uh, Chicago yeah players. I think Justin Tucker's field goal was more yardage than uh uh, Trevor, uh, <laughs> jo- Trevor, no! Oh my gosh, Justin Fields had Justin Fields. in uh, in that whole game. So uh, yeah. I've got the I've got the Lions actually winning this. I actually like the Lions just because of how well they played in Baltimore. I think that was sort of their. Uh, you know what? It sucks, and I saw Dan Campbell complaining that they didn't throw the delay game on uh, on the Ravens. Drive yeah, that, there. yeah. But and
0: he was just fair. But they never called yeah. it. It's a fair complaint, but that's never going to get. Yeah, cold.
1: and you know what? I saw it too. I was looking at the clock. I was like. Is this not delayed game yet? Like, are they are they letting them go? Like, it wasn't a close one. It was. It looked like at least one or two seconds. Um,
0: yeah, it was visible to see on TV. So I mean, that's how that's kind of how much it yeah, was.
1: But I guess the referee, yeah, yeah. referees are focusing on the game rather than the clock as yeah. much in that in that yeah. kind of a moment, right? Uh, and then you have Lamar converting that fourth and nineteen to put them into sixty six yard range, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I've got the Lions. I'll take the underdog on that one. Um, and I've got, uh, I've probably got the over of 42 and a half. I think, uh, I hope Chicago can kind of put it all together again. Uh, Hawkinson hopefully has a bigger game for, for Detroit and, uh, yeah, I've got the over there for sure.
0: For me, I think, and I think I talked about this earlier. I just think a game like the Lions just had where you give 150 and still lose anyways on an absolute kind of, you know, miracle play that's never happened before. I think that's a backbreaker. I think that's just an absolute kind of mental wrecker. Um, so I think they're going to come out flat and they're not going to have a good game. Uh, I I mean, Nick Foles, you know, doesn't inspire any sort of confidence in me if he's running that if offense. He won a fucking Super Bowl. Put some respect on his name. I respect the guy. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. I didn't get a good year. I mean, let's be real. If you're third string behind Andy Dalton, uh, you're probably not, you know, too good of a quarterback. <laughs> you couldn't even stay in Jacksonville. Like, you know, um, but yeah, I mean. I'm taking the Bears. I think that's going to be a tough game on the eyeballs, but I'll take. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I think that's going to be a slugfest and not in a good way.
1: Okay. Um, all right. Next game. Uh, this one's a pretty easy one. I don't think we'll disagree too much with this. Uh, you've got Buffalo and Houston. a sixteen and a half point favorites, and you've got an over under of forty
0: seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's pretty easily. I mean, Buffalo's looked great other than that first week misstep against the Steelers. Josh Allen, I mean, he's just kind of picked up where he left off last year. And yeah, I mean, obviously, Texans don't tie rod. You got to start, got Davis Mills, who looked all right. But um, yeah, I don't think there's any chance in hell that they're coming out there and beating the Bills. But I'll take the over on that one for sure.
1: Really? You're going to roll the over? See, I'm going to take the opposite. I'm going to take the Bills, but I'm going to roll the under on that one. Um, You know, I think Buffalo will get up early. Uh, They put up 21 points in the first quarter this weekend. And then I think they pretty much just give the ball to Zach Moss and Devin Singletary for the rest of the time. And uh, I think they kind of run them out of there. So I've got the under. I don't think Houston puts anywhere close to like 10 points up this week. Uh, So yeah, I'm, I'm taking the bills, but I've got the under on that one um next game here uh this one's uh for carl's team here oh also uh, uh mark smido wanted to give me a shout out he wanted to say to blair fuck you for beating him by two points so there's your show that's smido. tough
0: that's tough yeah.
1: so uh our next game here we've got miami and indianapolis um miami's the favorite actually i mean the colts are oh and three but for it to only be yeah. two-point favorites is is uh is pretty surprising um And you've got an over-under of 43.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Dolphins, I mean, they should not have even got to overtime in the game that they played uh, on Sunday. They looked, I mean, our defense did not look good. Jacoby Brissett did not look good either. That offense was just stagnant. The play calling was brutal. Um, I mean, of course, I love my Dolphins, always will. But I'm going to have to roll with the Colts in this one. Again, I think the Colts are a team that is just too good to have the record that they do. I think unfortunately this is the week they figure it out and if Tua was playing I'd have a different pick but with Jacoby Brissett back there even though it is a little bit of a revenge game for him because he was with the Colts previously I'm gonna take the Colts but I'm also gonna take the under because both those teams have looked tough offensively so far and I think they're gonna have a hard time putting up points against each other yeah you
1: know what I gotta agree with you uh I've got the Colts for sure I think that's an easy one um and then uh You've uh, I've got the under as well. I don't, I don't think either of those offenses will put up a ton of points. Um, I think the Dolphins struggled this week. The Colts have obviously struggled most of the season. Uh, but yeah, I've got the Colt. I've got the Colts winning that, and I've got the under as well. Uh, all right, we got the next one. We got the Chiefs here. We got the Chiefs and the Eagles. So the Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites, and you got an over under of fifty
0: four and a half. I mean, I think the Chiefs are an easy kind of take there. I think after last week, they're going to come out. Swinging, and I think unfortunately the Eagles are going to be kind of the victim of their swinging wrath, so to say. (laughs) Yeah, 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 the Eagles might be swinging at the end. Um, but I don't like that over, and I think this is probably the first time in history that since Patrick Mahomes came into the league that I would never take a Chiefs under. They looked bad last week, man. They did not look good, they looked like discombobulated, they looked like they'd never played together before. And I think the Eagles have a point to prove. They just got absolutely, you know, thumped by the Cowboys. So I think they're going to stiffen up on the defensive end. I've still got the Chiefs winning probably by quite a bit, but I don't think we're going to hit that uh, over uh, number. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty high over. And I think that's basically the the odds makers are basically just doing that because you got Patrick Mahomes there. Uh, But yeah, 100% Chiefs, you got the under. I think the Chiefs are going to come out absolutely firing on all cylinders. And I think the Eagles are just going to be underneath that train, you know? Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Next uh, next up, we've got uh, – still in the morning games here. We've got uh, the Titans and the Jets. Uh, Titans, 7.5-point favorites over under 45.5.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Jets have looked just, you know, brutal all year. Uh, I don't think that changes this week. I do like the Titans in that one. I think Derrick Henry is going to have a monster game against that Jets front. Um, I'll take, well, what, was the, what was the number? Was it forty five point
1: five?
0: I don't like that one. I Just because it's the Jets. If it was any other team, I'd probably take it. But when I'm looking at the Jets, I mean, they just have struggled to score all year. So I think you're asking a bit too much for the Titans to do most of that heavy lifting themselves.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you hope AJ Brown comes back healthy. I haven't seen any news reports yet about uh, about his status after missing the rest of the game. I mean, you don't really like to see a guy miss miss after the ga- miss the whole game, especially after only rushing no. for three goddamn
0: yards. Um, and I think Julio Jones out this week as well. His status is questionable. Ooh. Um So that's again why you know if, if we're missing Brown and Hutt Jones. The next man up is Chester Rogers, and I mean, um, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I it's, think, it's going to be Derek Henry. All yeah, day. I think
1: the under, the under definitely favors that one with the injuries. As long as they're still out, I mean, who knows, right? Uh, but yeah, I've got the Titans. I've got the under. Uh, the next game here, we've got Washington and Atlanta. And so when I was working through my picks here, I originally had Washington football team written down. Uh, but you know what? Thinking more about it and how just absolutely atrocious that defense has played so far, um, I think I've got to switch it over and go to Atlanta. Uh Corderell Patterson was a massive pickup for me. I think he had 16.4 points. Uh, he had quite a few catches and uh I think 80 something receiving yards. Um so who knows? Maybe the next Christian McCaffrey reviving his career. Who knows? Uh but I've got Atlanta um and I've got the under just because I think that, that both offenses have struggled to do anything of under 48. Uh, I think they've both struggled to kind of do anything, so I definitely like the under, especially the way Washington's defense has played. Uh, I've got the under.
0: Yeah, I mean Falcons. Obviously, they got their first win last week, albeit against the Giants. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Washington. I just. I think that Matt Ryan's gonna have a great game, but that Falcons defense does not give me a lot of confidence. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it will probably be within, you know, maybe three to six points sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to take the under as well, though. I think it'll be a very low scoring up there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, next game here, we've got the Giants. We've got the Saints. So Saints are seven and a half point favorites. Not a big surprise there. Uh, and then you got an over under of 43. This,
0: this this might be my hot take of the episode. I'm going to roll with the Giants Wow. Here. I think... I think Daniel Jones is going to have a big game. I think Saquon's going to have a big game as well. And I think that I don't think that game's going to be close. I think the Giants win by uh, by double-digit points there. I'm, I'm going with the over, and I think the Giants, uh, they get their first win of the season this week. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm going opposite. I'm taking
1: the Saints for sure. Uh, I'm just going to read you guys this trade that got sent to me this morning. So th- this guy and I were trying to work out a trade <laughs> last week. Um, he started with an absolutely atrocious offer, which I actually want to pull up as well. Uh, Because this offer was absolutely ridiculous. So he wanted to offer me Alvin Kamara, Noah Fant, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire in return for Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, and James White. Um, I think that's an absolutely disrespectful offer. Um, And then, you know what? He's going to follow it up today with something even more ridiculous. He's going to try and give me Daniel Jones and Edwards-Alaire for Jalen Hurts, who is sitting on my bench. I'm not planning on starting him. I've got Lamar Jackson. Uh, but then he wants Mike Williams, who put up 39 points this week. Um, so you know what? Just just disrespectful. I'm I'm almost done trading with this kid because he's it's it's pretty ridiculous <laughs> at this point. I mean, yeah. it's like it's that guy in your league. Like, we talked about it last week. That guy in your league who sends you absolutely. It's, it, it's, it's me. It's me. It's you, Eric. Uh, who sends out absolutely- <laughs> this is
0: about the same as when I knew you were drinking so I sent you the Daniel Carlson for Dalvin cook trade just in case your fingers might slip and accidentally hit the exact yeah it's kind of along the same lines
1: yeah, you know what I've definitely tried to do that to some of my buddies sending them like all of their starters for all of my bench or something like that. I've definitely <laughs> tried doing that to some people when I know they're uh, they're having a couple sodas uh, but yeah no so absolutely ridiculous outrageous kind of had a deal on the table he backed out. I'm pissed, but that's besides the
0: point. Uh, if you're listening to the well, you got yourself a nice, shiny new Kenyan Drake now. Um, yeah. So yeah. really, I mean, you, you're definitely a winner. In that yeah.
1: Situation. Exactly. So you know what? Whatever. We're not going to talk about that anymore. But if you're fucking listening, just accept the trade I sent you because it's super fair. Actually, you know what? Just for the purpose of this, I'm going to read that trade to you guys and uh, I, I, give us some feedback. If, you, if you're listening, give us some feedback. Let me know what you think about this. I think it's fair. Uh, I'm giving him, uh Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and Jalen Hurts in return for Alvin Kamara, Edward Zolaire, and Jalen Waddell. Uh, I think that's a super fair trade, uh, but you know what? Yeah. Who knows, right? Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts is, is QB5 right now, which is absolutely yeah. insane. So, yeah. you know what? I think it's fair, but who knows? This kid's, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. But back to it. Saints, <laughs> I've got the Saints winning. Uh, I've got the over. I think that the... The Saints has given up quite a few points lately, and I think that they'll it'll be a shootout. Uh, so I've got the Saints, and I've got the over. Uh, our first afternoon game though is uh, is poised to be a really good matchup. I think that this this one uh, actually, you know what? All the afternoon games I'm probably going to be switching back and forth to. So first afternoon game, you've got the Rams, and you've got currently the MVP favorite in uh, mm. Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals. Brilliant.
0: The matchup of the three and oh, yeah, team.
1: absolutely. So, you've got the Rams as four and a half point favorites, which I agree with. Uh, and you got an over under of 54 and a half. What do you think, Rick?
0: That's a tough one because they've both looked really good so far. I'm gonna give an edge to the Rams just because I think they've looked a bit better and just coming off the back of that performance last week against the Bucks. Um, so I'm gonna take the Rams. I I mean, that's that's a game I love the over in. I think that's gonna be another shootout. I think that's uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams and I'm gonna go with the over. But I mean, honestly, would not be surprised if that goes if that goes.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's that's like last week's Bucks Rams game where um, it, it. you don't know who to pick, right? I mean, do you take Tom Brady coming in there and, and just being Tom Brady as he is, or do you take the Rams, exactly. kind of that surging team who struggled a little bit, haven't really been able to get over get themselves over the hump with uh, new shiny new quarterback at uh, at the helm? Um, I've uh, I've got the Rams winning that one too. Uh, I think that the way the Cardinals kind of struggled this week, it did. Like, I mean, giving up a 108 uh, yard kick return is tough. Um, So I've got the Rams winning that one, and I 100% agree with an over. I think that's going to be an absolute shootout. I think they hit that over probably in the first half, to be completely honest with you, Um, the way both those offenses have done. So I think that's an easy over for me. Um, Next game here, we've got the 49ers, who won me some money by losing to the Packers, even though they're still listed as favorites. Um, The Niners are three-point favorites to the Seahawks, and you've got an over-under of 52.
0: Ooh, I don't, uh, don't know if I love the Niners as favorites there. In my eyes, I think the Hawks win that game. Uh, I love that over just because it is that NFC West matchup. Those always seem to be high-scoring affairs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to me, I don't. You know, the 49ers looked good last week, but um, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give the edge to Seattle. I think. I think Russ is gonna go in there and do what Russ does. Yeah. And I can't see Garoppolo putting, you know, kind of two back-to-back games like he played last week. Uh, you know, this yeah,
1: hundred uh, percent. I agree. I think uh, I like that to try and win me a little bit of money back too. Uh, I've got Seattle. Just I love those. I love that underdog, especially in a game like this where they probably yep. shouldn't be. Um, and I've definitely got the over as well. I think that game absolutely lights it up on both sides of the ball uh, on offense and for both teams. So uh, I've got the over there as well. Uh, all right, this one hits close to home to me. Um, and another one where you're, you're kind of surprised as to who the favorite is, you've got Denver opening as one-point favorites to the to Baltimore. What? 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 <sighs> are you joking me, Vegas? Come on. Come on. You're literally <laughs> talking about the 2-1 Ravens who took down Kansas City with the 3-0 Denver Broncos who took down the Jets, the Jags, and the Texans who are literally the three worst teams in football. I think that's absolutely disrespectful to put Baltimore there. Uh, I've got Baltimore all day in that one. Not a question. Um, and an over-under of 44. You know what? I've got the under there. I don't think that Denver puts up anywhere close. I don't even think they put up 10 points in that game. Like, not even a question. So I've got the under, uh, and I've got the Ravens winning that.
0: I think you're letting your fan loyalties cloud cloud your judgment here. Because I've got the Broncos. Are you
1: fucking I joking me? I think to me,
0: <laughs> you really think think you think to me the Broncos... The... <laughs> now this is just, this is just a take. This is just a right take. Um, the Broncos, to me, are the biggest question mark in the NFL because obviously they've beaten the like, they've beaten the teams they're supposed to. They're three and zero, but they looked pretty gar- darn good doing it. Their defense has looked good. Bridgewater's looked good. Now they are, of course, I believe they're already out. Jerry Judy. They lost KJ Hamler to the year. With, I believe a torn ACL. So they're down a couple of receivers. Um, but Cortland Sutton is back. Tim Patrick has looked good. So, no, shut, shut I shut guess, up. just, 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 I wait, just, no, no, let me go
1: back for a second there. You said their offense has looked good doing their wins that they've gotten. You know what, Eric? I think you and I could put a team together of our buddies and probably beat Houston and Jacksonville and the Jets. I think we could do it. Like not even a question. Uh, I think you can <laughs> shut the fuck up. I think you're letting your Lamar Jackson hate get in your
0: cloud, your judgment. Listen. I watched. I watched a good chunk of the game because it was on. There, that game was on Red Zone because it was so close. I mean, I'm sorry if you're struggling to beat the Lions. Like you're telling me, Lamar Jackson is the best. Is the best quarterback in the NFL. The guy barely beat the Lions. They needed a miracle to do it. They lost to the Raiders, who are a good, good team. But I just, I'm not sold on the Ravens. And I, I don't like. I mean, of course, I hate Lamar. I, I think he's an absolute fraud. But I just. I don't know, man. I just, they did not look good last week. They really didn't. If you're getting picked apart by Jared Goff, I think there's, there's cause for concern.
1: But to pick the Broncos, who've literally just been basically beating up on little kids at this point with the teams they're playing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the schoolyard bullies. Well, you know what? They're going to go in there and they're going to they're gonna pick on Lamar and he's going to have a rough day and he's going to do what Lamar does. I can, I, can, I can already see what's happening. They're going to be driving in the fourth quarter and he's going to throw an interception. I'm calling it right now. I'm going 28 24 uh, Broncos and Lamar Chokes in the fourth quarter. Fuck
1: you. You know what? You know what? Right now, let's put 20 <laughs> bucks on it. I put 20 bucks at the Ravens Done. win. Done. All right, easy. Done. Easy 20 bucks.
0: So there we go. Easy. Locked. Can't wait to make 20 uh, bucks. You'll pay for, uh, pay for my Starbucks. Recipe. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, you are a Starbucks guy, aren't you? Um, all <laughs> right. So the last afternoon game. So, like I said, we got four decent afternoon games here. Uh, you've got Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Pittsburgh hasn't looked super hot this season. Uh, I mean, they were absolute frauds a year ago when they were ten and zero, uh, yes, absolute yeah. frauds. I mean, if you looked at all the teams they played, they were a joke. They beat up on the Ravens twice with COVID and uh, no Lamar Jackson most of those times. Fraud. <laughs> so uh, I've uh, I've got the Packers winning this one handedly, not even close. Yeah. Uh, you got forty five and a half points as the over. Um, I kinda like the over there. I think Pittsburgh might do a little bit the way 49ers were able to pick apart Green Bay on Monday night. Uh I think Pittsburgh will put up a few points, but I think overall I think Aaron Rodgers is just gonna destroy that Pittsburgh secondary. Um I've got the over in that one.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree. And the one thing that I think has really plugged um, you know, Green Bay for the last the last few years really is that secondary, right? Their defensive front has been good, but that secondary has had big question marks. I think they've kind of remained throughout this year. Um, so I do think a quarterback like Big Ben is going to be able to kind of you know pick his spots and do some damage. But yeah, I mean the Steelers, the Steelers are not a good football team. Um, and I know that makes you happy. To Absolutely, Ben. It does. Um, but yeah, they're not a good football team. Uh, yeah, they were absolute frauds last year. Um, there's no way they make the playoffs this year. And I think there's absolutely no way that they win that game. But I think that'll be an easy one. Yeah. Tell
1: me you saw the video of Big Ben trying to be mobile and throw on the run. Yeah, and I, yeah I did see I that. think the caption to it was absolutely perfect. The video I saw was literally captioned, Big Ben is as mobile as a tree. And uh, I think that's yeah. completely accurate. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad we agree on that one. Uh, all right. Sunday night here, October 3rd. We've got the Bucks. We've got them coming in to Foxborough against the Patriots. Bucks are seven-point favorites over under 49. Yeah. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, you know, there, there's a few things you don't want to see if you're in sports. LeBron with his head down, focused. You don't want to see Tom Brady focused, that sort of stuff. Tom Brady looked pissed last week, I think justifiably so. If I'm a Patriots player, I'm shaking in my fucking boots for next yeah. week because I think Brady's going to go in there. He's got a lot to prove. It's that Brady versus Belichick debate, yeah. right? Who is really the kind of the goat in that conversation? I think everyone knows it, but but what but what, what better way to punctuate that than going into Foxborough and absolutely laying a beating on the Patriots? If I'm Mac Jones, I'm just like, oh fuck! Like, if, it's already hard enough when you have to be the guy that replaces Brady. But when he's coming into your house and he's probably gonna, you know, just lay a beating on you, that can't be a good feeling. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. So what do you got? Over under forty-five and a half.
0: I've got the over. I think I mean the pay, I think the Bucks with that secondary is very questionable. They're gonna be a lot of high scoring games all year. Um and yeah, I mean I think Brady's probably gonna, you know, I think the Bucs eclipse thirty points and I can see the the you know the Patriots putting up, you know, kinda twenty to twenty-four by themselves as well. Yeah um all right so
1: our last one here so oh sorry in that last one I've got the bucks I've got the over uh yeah I think that's an absolute sh- uh shootout I think Tampa Bay lights them up I think New England might put up a few points themselves so i have liked the over but it's pretty close I probably wouldn't bet on that one myself but uh um, I've got the over I think I think that'll hit uh and our last one so Monday night awesome game you've got the 3-0 and Vegas Raiders going into SoFi Stadium Playing against the two and one Chargers. Uh Chargers, three and a half point favorites, and you've also got uh a fifty-two and a half point
0: over. The Chargers are a tough team to pick, right? I mean, one week they look like world beaters, the next they look like the worst team in the league. Uh you never really know what you're gonna get with them. I think I you know, they shocked a lot of people last week going into uh Patrick Mahomes' house and taking that win from him. Um but yeah, uh, that's a tough one. I'm going to roll with the Chargers, just because I think Vegas does have to lose at some point. I think that week is this week, but I think that's going to be another shootout. I think Herbert and Carr are both having great seasons so far. You got a couple of offensive coaches there, and I think the Chargers take that one with the over. Um, I can see that game being something like 34-31. You know, the kind of that high score. Yeah. Um, I think it really is going to come down to how well Derek Carr plays, which is kind of how you've seen their season go so far. When Derek Carr is playing well, they're rolling. When he's not, they have trouble. Um, So I think that's going to be the biggest question mark. Can Derek Carr keep it up? If not, I think the Chargers uh, run away with that. Yeah,
1: you know what? I agree. I think this is the week that the Raiders get their first loss, built a little bit of a reality check for them. Uh, Yeah, I've got it. Easy. I think the Chargers will win that one. I think it'll be a close game, and I absolutely love the over. I think that game, absolutely massive shootout, no questions asked. Phenomenal game, definitely a, yeah. a really good Monday night game to kick it off, to end off the week. Exactly,
0: weekend. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, another great week. And um, just one thing I want to talk about before we go. I don't know if you saw today, Nick, but um, or I guess yesterday on Monday Night Football, LeBron James said he was offered a contract during the 2011 NBA lockout from the Cowboys and the Seahawks. I mean, probably the only guy that I can imagine doing dual sports and probably being pretty darn good at it. I could see him being just an absolute killer tight end.
1: Yeah, you know what? Tight end, or I don't. You can almost call him a running back in some senses as well. Uh, he's not exactly. I wouldn't really trust LeBron to do do some blocking on guys like Max Crosby, yeah. Von yeah. Miller, uh, Yannick and I would. I wouldn't really trust him blocking some of those guys. Uh, but maybe like a slot receiver, kind of like a Cooper Cup style type spot. Uh, a little bit shorter, like kind of like a Danny Amendola type thing. You know what I mean? Um yeah, I think LeBron would be yeah. decent as a as a slot receiver or uh or even like a running back, you know? Uh you know he's got those yeah. hands, so he's basically got Christian McCaffrey's hands. Um so yeah, no, I, I think that would be awesome. I think that'd be really awesome to see. Uh it's we're kind of we weren't really part of the generation of guys playing dual sports. I mean, you look at like yeah. Bo Jackson and guys like that, Michael Jordan, yeah. kind of. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think if anybody in the NBA who could come in and do it, I I think LeBron would be the one to do it.
0: Exactly. And just some other NFL news uh, here. Uh, I know we chatted about Marlon Mack a few weeks back. I think you had him on your bench, but I think you turfed him. Yeah, oh, there. gone. Yeah, apparently the Colts are making him available for trade, which I think is fair. I think before that injury last year, he showed that he can be a lead running back in the NFL. Obviously, they've got Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines out there. So hopefully he can get another chance, you know, send him to a running back in 18 and seeing if he's still got, uh, you know, kind of a bit left in the tank. Here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Tough spot. Uh, you know what? He was the man. He was the man a couple of years ago. Uh, and then he missed, he missed a year with what, an Achilles?
0: I believe yeah, so. Yeah. I mean,
1: that, that's tough. Like you, you, you're the man and then all of a sudden you're not the man. You're, you're third on the depth chart. Uh, I do think he has the potential to go somewhere though, and and actually be a decent running back. Um, yeah. Maybe to some teams who are hurting. I know Baltimore's not hurting anymore. Uh, one thing I'm really looking forward to from Baltimore is I'm really excited to see Le'Veon Bell actually hit some game action, um, kind of yeah. get that elevation yeah. from the practice squad. I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. But you know what, Latavius Murray's looked really good. Uh, I was a little disappointed with how much they used uh, Tyson Williams, uh, so definitely Latavius Murray's on my uh, on my waiver pickups this year. Uh, but yep. yeah, you know what? I it, It'll be interesting, right? Uh, you've also got Gronk, who uh, he's got a negative x-ray on his ribs, which is good to hear. Yeah, um, And I don't yep. think, you know what? I think Gronk, Gronk could have 10 broken ribs, and he's still going to come in there and make sure that he gets to play against him.
0: Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, another guy that's down and looking like week to week is AJ Brown, which I know hits a bit close to home for you. He's had a rough year so far. I mean, not what we expected. I'm definitely glad I got rid of him before this season, and uh, he's you know, your problem. Week to week with a hamstring injury, which hamstrings are notoriously deadly. Know, they can keep you out for it. Yeah, they can, obviously that's like kind of one of the most important uh, one of the most important muscles for, for you know, kind of any athlete. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that. Another wide receiver I wanted to highlight is Josh Gordon, who I know we joked about on the pod a couple weeks back with the <laughs> injury. I mean, I, I you know, it's all in good fun. I'm a big Josh Gordon fan. He's obviously extremely talented. And, of course, I mean, the rich get richer. He signs the practice squad of the Chiefs this yeah. week. If he can get up to speed and if he can, you know, kind of get in, get in that lineup, I mean, oh, my goodness. You've got McCole Hardman. You've got Tyreek Hill and you've got Josh Gordon. At some point, you just kind of kind of be like, well, we can cover two of these guys. There's definitely no way we can get, get the third one. And especially when you got Kelsey as well. That could be an absolutely uh, deadly addition to that.
1: Destructive, team. absolutely destructive, like the Chiefs have been in years past. Uh, absolutely destructive. Kind of hurts fantasy owners a little bit. I mean, uh, you know that Tyree kills that favorite yeah. target, same with Travis Kelsey. Um, I think you kind of have to almost leave Josh Gordon alone and uh, hopefully uh, all that pot smoke can slow him down a little bit, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. but yeah, if i'm if I'm any team in the uh, AFC, I'm just thinking like how, like how many guys are these guys going to have? Cause they just have weapons at every position yeah. and there's just no way that you can cover them all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Good for Josh Gordon. I mean, hopefully he can, you know, kind of come back and get back to Josh Gordon of old because if he can, I mean, he's, he's a 1500 like kind of yard. Receiver. Yeah. Like that's how he, productive he yeah. was. So I think that's going to be an awesome addition there.
1: Also, I hope, every, um, I hope yeah. everybody saw Eli Manning flipping off the camera during the Manning cast this week. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so just before we go, I know we're, we're at our hour mark here, but just before we go, I've watched the Manning cast twice. I didn't get a chance to watch it last night because I had to stream the game instead of uh, watch on my satellite here. Uh, but you know what? I, like, as a, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a Peyton Manning fan, but I, I've been seeing mixed reviews. Some people absolutely hate the Manning, Manning, pot, Manning version of it. I absolutely love it, man. I love seeing him and Eli out there. I love the guests that they get on there. Um, so you know what? I, I love it. I, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on that because you know what? I absolutely love it. If I have that choice, I would want them doing every game like that.
0: See, yeah, I feel the exact opposite. I watched a bit of it last night. I just find it takes away from the game. I mean, I know their commentary. Like, they, I feel like they try to mix like kind of that technical, like you know, quarterback analysis of it with humor. It just doesn't do it for me. I feel like it kind of distracts me from watching the game. And I am I mean, you know, I, yeah, I definitely, it's not something I'm going to be tuning into at all. i gave it a couple of tries, but uh, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know what? Everyone's got their opinion. Let us know if you, uh, let us know what your thoughts on it are. And uh, I'd love to hear it.
0: Yeah. Well, that is our hour for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, fellas. We will be back next week with another edition of the Scoop and Score podcast. Nick, I hope you have a better fantasy week this week. I, I, I don't know if I can deal with you moping around for a second week in a row. Next
1: yeah, week. you know what? I don't know if I can deal with it myself. Uh, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got next week of work and then I'm off for a week, uh, which will be nice. I can uh, have some time to kind of regroup myself and basically spend three full days doing fantasy research pretty much because um, uh, something's got to change. I've got to – I don't know. I've got to make some big deals coming up because I've – something's got to change. I, I, I can't keep rolling like this. Well,
0: you know, I'm always open for business if uh, if, if that door is something yeah. you want to open, even though I do tend to fleece you. But, oh, don't worry, uh, I'll send we'll, you some of the trades
1: go. that you send me. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, buddy, enjoy the rest of your yeah. week. I'll catch up again uh, next week after uh, after the football. And, uh, boys, have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you Cheers. next week.